Alright guys, welcome to episode 121 of the Different Animals Podcast. It's your boy Tyler. And I'm Ever Castro. And this week we talk about Persona 5 and a horrible spoiler-filled trailer. We talk <laughs> about um, Halloween Ends, The Guest. We talk about Black Adam, 10 <laughs> out of 10. <laughs> Restarting the DC established universe, Black Adam. Uh, the Dark um, Knight, better watch out. Yeah, with super charismatic... Uh, Oscar-winning, Oscar-worthy performance by Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Um, skinny Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Uh, <laughs> we talk about Archer, Modern Warfare 2, She-Hulk, House of the Dragon. We talk about uh, the NBA season and how the Lakers really look like they're gelling together. And, you know, how Kyrie is, like, really super intellectual and, uh, like, really has these well-thought-out positions. Um, and definitely does not backtrack on his own words. And then lastly, uh, we touch base on some college football and, you know, maybe we have a reason to stay invested, uh, for once, Mm -hmm. but first. start with some things you've been watching or playing uh recently Mm -hmm. and i'll actually start this week yeah um i just wanted to talk uh, a little briefly about uh persona 5 royal uh i finished it so that's nice done um the extra chapter uh that they added at the end was really really good um i think it helped uh, it, it added a little more depth than than it previously had in terms of like you know some of the messaging it wants to get across. Mm-hmm. Um, and from what I read, uh, there was the same writer uh, or director. I think I think it was writer uh, wrote the story for Persona three, four, and five. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think he I don't know if he was let go or he left. And I think a separate group came in and did the the extra chapter for the royal. Uh-huh. Um, and what I when I looked up about Persona three and four was that a lot of people said the themes and the ideas that they're trying to express are like always really good and really interesting, but the execution upon those ideas and themes is not great. So basically, mm. you'll get this overarching story which works really well, but then like. Care like I'm trying to think, like optional stuff that characters can do if you do all the content like it feels a little off and it's like you know they're not really sure they think it's this this guy and uh, the new the new writers are writing for Persona Six which I think has been confirmed to be worked on it hasn't mm-hmm. even like officially been announced I don't think it's just been like it is a thing we're working on. Um, yeah. So with that being said, like you can tell that a lot of the writing and stuff I think is a little better in the the last half of that. So mm-hmm. I'm excited for Persona Six, um, but then on top of that, like I mean, it, like I said, it, it shored in, it shored up some of the the problems 
with, uh, you know, Persona 5's execution, which is that, like, I had a general idea of what it was about, but then sometimes when I was thinking about back about it, it would be like, but wait, if that's the case, like, why didn't they talk about this some more? Or, like, why didn't, why did this character do this? Blah, blah, blah. Um, they, they shored up some of that. So, I'm mm-hmm. um, really happy with it. Finished it. I finished it just about as much as you can finish it. Um, right, right, right. Like, like all characters max level, all, all the best items, like, I found them. And so, I, I, I killed it. That's probably the most I've put into a game um, anytime recently. So... Definitely would recommend it. Um, I did see that, um, one, it came out for Switch recently. Ooh, nice. um, and then also I saw an ad that it came out on the Xbox and PC Game Pass. So between buying it used like I did for like maybe 15 bucks, mm-hmm. having it on Game Pass or buying it new on Switch, if you have a Switch, there's a million ways to play it. They're all They're all good. You know what I mean? It's the same game. Um, the one thing I will say, and I noticed this because, um, I was recommending it to somebody, uh, I saw, when I first saw that it was on Xbox Game Pass, was on Reddit. Like, I saw a promoted, you know what I mean, like, basically an ad as I was scrolling through Reddit. And, uh, I guess, I'm gonna say skip ahead, like, 20 seconds. Mm -hmm. The, the ad for it has a character that through the regular Persona 5 is presumed dead at the end and then shows up at the end, like, at the third chapter, and you're like, what? How is he still here? And uh-huh. the ad shows that, and oh. I'm like, I'm like, whoa, like, this is a massive spoiler. So the person yeah. I recommend it to is like, hey, if you happen to see any ads, please don't look at them. Like, it's it away. Yeah, it's like the worst kind of trailer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I'm like, I can't believe y'all did that. That's wild. <laughs> Um, but, but yeah, so definitely if anybody's interested, it's like a turn-based RPG, um, but there's, it's not quite that simple, there's like social life stuff that you can do in the game, and there's just a lot of stuff. And it, uh, I saw a list, I can't remember how I saw it, it was like a, just a quick compilation of like, I think IMDB also rates games some, like I think it's yes. on, mm-hmm. like, yeah. I used to I, see it for, like, uh, Bioshock and shit, like, years ago, but I don't really use it because yeah. I feel like there's a lot more to it, and I feel like IMDb doesn't have really the, uh, how can I say, like, the 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 understanding of something being like, well, you know, this video game was this, but it was actually, you know, its mechanics weren't, you know, this or that, and it's like, it, it, you can't really just, you know, quantify that in, like, a 10-star thing. Right, for sure. The only the only reason I brought it up is because I saw a clip that was like IMDb's top fifty games, uh, like of I can't remember. It was either period or I think it might have been period, or maybe it was like over the last like ten fifteen years or something like that. It was, and uh, it was ranked like in the top five based on Holy like shit. the little thing. So I mean, it is considered a really good game. Um, it, it's not. Hmm. It's not for everybody, but I think it's as for everybody as a game like this can be, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, some people are just not going to want to play anything turn-based, and I fully get it. But if you're on the fence, like, this is going to be fine. Does that make sense? Like, like yeah. if you've ever liked a turn-based thing, you'll you'll be fine with this. You know what I mean? But if it's, like, 100% just a turn-off for you, then, I mean, it is what it is. Nice. So, yeah, really good. Very nice, happy with nice. it. You mentioning you're you're like you're, I've done as much as I can 
you know, the, like uh, I'm sure, you, like you said, that means that you're not. It's not like completely 100% done. I feel like that's how I am with um, Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, I'm almost close. Like I, I still got a little bit to go, but okay. I, I can see sort of where I'm gonna stop. Where I'm gonna stop the story, and in terms of the extra stuff, I'm like, all right, I feel comfortable not doing, not catching a fucking 25 crickets scattered around the thing, right? Yeah. Or Mongolian artifacts or stuff, right? Like, they get, like, for me, if I didn't get those, I'm like, eh, it is what it is. Like, as long as I get the stories and, like, the upgrades and stuff, I'm fine. So, I know what you are. It's like, you know, I try to be as completionist as possible as well, like, opening up the entire map and, and like, the same thing with, I do with Horizon where I'm like, I want to make sure, you know, I can do as much as I possibly can, but I know there's going to be stuff like Riddler trophies that are, like, scattered, <laughs> like, a hundred, and you have to, like, you know, go around a corner under a vent, and then it's there, right? Like, I'm, I'm not doing that shit. Like, fuck it, right? Like, so. Yeah, so the only thing I'll say about Persona, I think, is it, like, it really doesn't have hardly any of that stuff, which makes okay, me, good. like, super happy. Good, um, yeah, it's got, good. like, so I didn't platinum it. The, the things I'm missing from platinum it are, like, mm-hmm. there's, like, a fishing mini game you can do and mm-hmm. i would have just had to have done it like two more times but then i beat the game and i i didn't look at the trophy so after i was done so i you know what i mean i could have mm-hmm. probably fit it in there but um and then the you know there's like a there's this little like cafe you can do stuff at and there's like if you go there enough you unlock a special menu and it's like order a thing off the special menu like so stuff like that but it's even still it's not like time consuming <laughs> gather like uh all these crickets or artifacts or documents or you know what i mean like horizon mm-hmm. you're not finding every flower or, you know like nothing yeah. like that so um that's the one thing i will give it is that like all of the th- optional things you can do are like legitimately fulfilling and affect the game you get what i'm saying okay. like yeah, yeah whether, whether just, i yeah. get all these crickets doesn't really fucking matter like i exactly. guess it's cool that i can play a song and change the weather but like it doesn't really matter <laughs> yeah exactly yeah yes mm-hmm. so it's it, they don't load it up with stuff like that which is awesome yeah and i always think like i said it's interesting to me when you like how as i'm playing a game i've always been like no i'm okay with this right you sort of set your own like limit oh, for sure and being like, nah, I'm okay with this, or I'm okay with not not getting all of the ones, and you know, um, like you were talking about the the fishing mini game that I've and I'm in a part in Ghost where he's it's the I think it's the DLC where he's like on a different island for a little bit, yeah, and there's one that's like an archery one, and it's like you know you get in seven seconds, fifteen seconds, and twenty two, and I I got it like at fourteen and a half, right, and so I'm mm-hmm. like. That's about right. I can do that. I can live with that. Seven <laughs> seconds, like, I would have to play for fucking ever, and I'm okay. I can live with that, right? I can live with silver because, like, I just can't not, like... Yeah. And and for me, it, uh, most of the time, that depends on how much I enjoy the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I kind of always use stuff like that as a testament to whether I like the game as much as I think I did. Uh, so, a good example is... Um, I played Assassin's Creed Black Flag, which was the fourth one, which is mm-hmm. funny because people were shitting on it when it came out, and mm-hmm. now when I hear people talking about it, they're like, that was probably the best oh, Assassin's Creed game. Dude. And I was like, Black it was Flag so was fucking awesome. good. It was so good. It was so good. I loved it. Because it, 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 like, for me, like it's weird because it shouldn't matter, but like if a game has like a nice, sunny cheery world i can be there forever even if it's like doing violent shit if that makes any yeah. sense 
So like, <laughs> yeah. for example, like um, the reason I can play Horizon either one or even Assassin's Creed, which I did, I played like 130 hours, is that because when I'm playing it, I'm just like, wow, this is fucking gorgeous. Same thing with Ghost, where I'm like, you know, it, I'm, I mean, I'll talk about it more in a couple weeks whenever I finish it because I do have thoughts about it. But like, it's the same thing. It's like I can find myself just playing it forever because it's like, wow, this place is fucking gorgeous. Whereas I think if The Last of Us 2 was an open world and it was rainy and dreary the whole time, I'd be like, eh, I don't know, I just I gotta fucking... It's very like black and white, right? But it or it, it shouldn't matter. But for me, I'm like, you know, Assassin's Creed is these beautiful Greek islands with oceans and, and you know, kind of like Black Flag, right? Right. Um, and you know, like it shouldn't matter, but it does, and it makes it so replayable. Yeah. So like Black Flag, there there were collectibles on the map that were literally treasure chests, and mm-hmm. they were the fucking most. I'm gonna. I'm assuming labor, laborious is a word. Like the <laughs> most labor-intensive fucking collectible ever, because you would get in your fucking ship, you'd sail over to this tiny little piece of shit island that had nothing on it but this one chest. Stop steering the ship. Go run to the side. Jump off. Go grab the thing. Climb mm-hmm. back up in the boat. Ride mm-hmm. the boat again. Like it should have been awful, and I still did all of them because I love that game so much. To to that end, like I didn't. I enjoyed Horizon a bunch, but, like, there was nothing in me that was like, no, I need to go collect all these things at Horizon. Like, I got done with Horizon, I was like, cool, fun game, beautiful, fun to play, I'm done, though. Um, So, like, Ghost of Tsushima, I I knocked out, like, almost everything except for a couple things in the multiplayer. Like, Mm -hmm. it's... Like, it doesn't hit me while I'm doing it, but once I'm done Mm -hmm. and I look back and I'm like, oh, that, like... I must have enjoyed the shit out of that game because I even did all the small stuff that I don't always do. Right. Um, oh, Spider Man, uh, Marvel Spider Man for mm-hmm. PlayStation. Mm-hmm. That's another one. I did everything. I was like, yes, that shit's same, all same. me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If it was something that I could that I, that I could do that I could be like, you know, take out these like goons between the thirty fourth Street and forty second Street. I was just swinging back and forth in that area. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I mean, there's like some that re- like that feel rewarding when you do them because you know you can, and then some yeah. that you know, like I'm not gonna do it because it's not gonna be rewarding, or I'm okay just kind of tapping out where I know it's not gonna be like right. Like, there's, sometimes if I like a game enough, I feel like I just want to be able to say like I did everything because I love this game so much. Whereas sometimes, like even the same task, just like or the same amount of effort and the same amount of reward. If it's a game that's like that's pretty good, I'm like I'm cool. Like I don't I don't need that. I don't want mm-hmm. to be able to say, like I'm never gonna be like I 100 percented fucking Sly Cooper. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'll just mm-hmm. be like no, I played it. It was good. Um. So, but yeah, uh, Persona Five really solid. Uh, had a fun time. Definitely check it out if it sounds interesting at all to you. And do not watch the fucking ad. Please do not. Because it's it's like you said uh the other day where you were you were watching you had seen a trailer and you mm-hmm. the trailer doesn't necessarily give anything away, but you would know like, hey, I haven't seen that thing happen from the trailer. Yes, yet. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, th- yes, there's, nothing, yep. there's nothing in that ad that is a spoiler other than the fact that you will see an arc come to a conclusion and then be like, wait, I haven't seen that yet. Like, well, mm-hmm. guess what? Not concluded. <laughs> like, that's, mm-hmm. that's all. Um, so yeah, avoid it if you can, if not, you might still be okay, but definitely try not to look into it too much. Yeah. 
But yeah, all right. So what uh, what have you been watching? Yeah, so I got a bunch of things, and I'm gonna do just like a couple of ones big, and then just run through the rest like quickly. Um, okay. But I'll start with the big one because it was the biggest movie. Um, well, one of the biggest ones is uh, Black Adam, um, and I did not like this one. Uh, this is one of those. Uh, I feel like that's what I've heard. <laughs> yeah. And so, so the movie's coming out. It's got like a forty-two percent on tomatoes, and I'm thinking, okay, it's The Rock playing like this DC hero, and he's been giving a lot of creative control. All right, let's see what happens. And the reviews were not great, and so I was like, but you know, I'm usually pretty forgiving. I've, I've sat on here many times. I'm pretty forgiving about movies because I know how hard they are to make, but then also like. You know, like if something, like if, if, especially a superhero movie, if it's not like an A plus cinema, I'm not going to go H because I'm like, come on. Right. We're not talking about like Endgame or even like Black Panther. You know what I'm saying? Like we're not talking about the cream of the crop. We're talking about just kind of like mid-level stuff. Right. And so I would see it open mind and, dude, like it just like fails in like every way. Um. You do you know how when we when Shang Chi and Black Widow came out and I forget I think another Marvel, Marvel movie and we were like you know Black Widow is better you know we shit on it but it's better than hundred you know ninety percent of other comic book movies this is the comic book movies that's in that ninety percent this is like those like <laughs> mid two thousand movies like you remember Ghost Rider like oh Ghost gosh. Rider Fantastic Four two, Fantastic yes Fantastic Four like um. God, what other ones? There's like an, another one that's like right in the middle of like those like, you know, shitty, you know, trying Electra. to be, Elias trying to be um, Spider-Man and Batman Begins and even the first X-Men, but like failing, right? And just being right. like, just be like, dude, like oh, this is that. Dude. It's like <laughs> if they would have plucked that, like, it's like they went to 2005, grabbed Black Adam and brought it now. And it's like, Ooh. oh, okay, that's what I'm going to It's just like, well, I'll start with something sort of not nitpicky, but something that my friend who I went to see, which she didn't really care, but the special effects, dude, horrendous. The, <laughs> the, main, the, the main villain is like a, um, he's like a human, but mm-hmm. then he like dies and gets like superpowers and he becomes like this evil devil looking thing. And okay. it looks like a cutscene from a PS3 trailer. Like the guy. Oh, no. <laughs> you remember the, the, the fate, the one um, in the Justice League movie, not the Zack Snyder one, but the shitty one that they put in, in theaters. It's like the villain was Steppenwolf and he had like a weird CGI face. It's like that. Yeah. I'm watching it. I'm just like, oh my God, it looks terrible. <laughs> and then the, um, the rock, he's just like, he, we talked about this before as well. He's just the coolest motherfucker I ever live. And so he's just like, oh, I'm like, I, I kill people because, you know, that's the way I roll. I, you know, oh, uh, mercy, not my thing. I kill people and I just hover and I just like look stoic all the time. And there's like nothing burger in terms of like a fucking character there. Like, the that's, mo- yeah. Man, so I was just going to say, is that like, all right, here's, here's the, I, I don't understand how this shit happens, first of all. The Rock, if I'm, I mean, it could have changed, but I feel pretty certain it's probably still the case that The Rock is like the highest grossing actor in the past fucking ever, like basically, right? Like Mm -hmm. he, he, so uh, one, he, I I feel like he's in a bunch of shit, you know what I mean? I feel like he doesn't turn anything down, so that's part of it. Uh, But, but still two, I'm like, how... I don't have any evidence that The Rock can make your movie any better. 
Like he can be great in your great movie, but mm-hmm. he cannot. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's not going to make your movie good. So like, why do people keep coming to him? Like I mean, like I love watching The Rock, but like, man, I'm not. I'm not casting him as a lead for jack shit, bro. Like, <laughs> like I'm trying to think of the best things I've seen him oh. in, in the Jumanji, and it's like, yeah, because he's one yeah. of four fucking people. Yeah, you know? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. he uh, Fast and Furious, one of fucking fifteen people. <laughs> yeah, he's like a best, like a little like additional spice. Like he's he's not the not even additional spice, like a little bit more. He's like a, like a you know like a vegetable or something. You know, like you're seeing Jumanji, but he's there with Kevin Hart, who's actually pretty good, and Jack Black, who's great. And like you said, the Fast Five, I think, you know, you're saying a movie, when is your movie done, you know, made better because of his addition? I think the only example is probably Fast Five, where he comes in and he's the he's the bad guy chasing them. And it, it like invigorates the movie and the series. But that's the only one. Because all the other ones are like, eh, you know, like, right. And, and the thing is, so but then at that true. point, was it just written well? Like, was there a bunch of people that could have came in that spot? You know what I mean? So like, yeah, I mean, you could probably done like a like Dave Bautista could have probably done that role, right? Like yeah, a big Jack guy who has a little bit, you know, more to him. John Cena, bro. To that end, can you imagine fucking The Rock? Uh, all right, and it's funny because this is the same. Uh, like, it, it's not the main role; it's just some spice, like kind of like we're talking about. Mm-hmm. But can you imagine how awful it would be if you got The Rock to do Dave Bautista's part in Guardians of the Galaxy? <laughs> that shit oh. would be terrible, bro. It'd be terrible because he's because he's so his brand is like the the person's you know movie star, and he would yeah. never do like the little jokey jokes that they make Drax do. No. He'd be like, I'm not or if he that. did, he'd make sure that every time he made the jokey joke, like camera zoom in on him making the jokey joke you know yeah, what i mean like, yes, he's yes, like no nah, yes. every time i make a joke it is the point of this movie <laughs> it's like yeah right before he left the fast and furious series you know him and, and vin diesel had to count how many punches they got punched and they could never they could never lose a fight they would always you know right. if they were fighting they would lose be, or the, you know the scene would change because something happened but they would never quote quote lose a fight and right like, oh like um oh yeah like yeah when he when he's fighting um Jason Statham in Furious 7, right? They're in, like, that office building. And he, yeah. the only reason he, like, gets away is because he, like, f- crashes through a window and, like, flies out the window. Right? Yeah. No, like, right. So there's, like, no actual like, Statham being, like, I beat you, bitch. Um, and so he's too stoic. And, like, not in, like the, I'm, like, 30 minutes in. I'm, like, why do I care about this guy who's, like, mm-hmm. been, po- been pulled from, like, the past? And, yeah, so his character sucks. The the, uh, the supporting characters, there's just too many of them. There's like a little the Justice Society who's going after him. And there's like, um, you know, characters who like, I'm like, why do I care about these people? Like, why are you plugging them in? Like, there's this literally a scene where one of the girls, he's like, uh, this other sidekick superhero guy, he's like, wow, you're a, you know, you, you were really good in combat back there. And she's like, I know. Or she's like, thank you. You know, I've been training myself. Ever since I was 15, when that scientist kidnapped me and gave me these superpowers, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck am I watching? Like, what is this, like, <laughs> super ham-fisted, like, who gives a shit? I came to watch Black Adam. Like, why am I watching these fucking, like, little superhero loser things? The only thing, to wrap up Black Adam, because it doesn't deserve more time, the only thing that was redeeming or that I thought was interesting mm-hmm. was Pierce Brosnan as... Um, Dr. Fate. I thought he was pretty good. Um, apparently his powers are like, he has like an alien helmet and it lets him see into the future yep. and, and also live longer. And so yep. when he like touches it, he can, he like, he like has to live with 
his friend, knowing his friends are going to die or knowing the outcome of things, kind of like Doctor Strange. Um, So he's tormented, right? And there's a scene where he's talking to Hawkman and he's like, my friend, and he's committed. He's like putting in an actual performance. He's like, hey, you know, I just, you know, I just don't want to say goodbye to you, my friend. He's like, oh, you will never have to. He's like, I know, but one day I will. And if I do, I'll have to tell you when it is. And he's like, yeah. And then the movie cuts to a different scene when that scene ends. I was like, what the hell was that? That was like an actually refreshing scene where I was like, after I watched it, I was like, why don't we stick with him? He's actually interesting. There's yeah. torment. He talks about being in World War One. He's like, I saw all my friends die. And then I've had to, you know, witness, all, know that all my friends that I made since then, or since I got this helmet, are also going to die. And it's just been torturous. And I'm like, that's interesting stuff. I don't care about Black Adam and his fucking, I just kill people because it's fun. It's like, oh, it's just boring. Yeah. But, so and the other thing, too, that would be. That'd be cool if they turned Dr. Fate into a thing, is that I think Dr. Fate also has an issue with, like, uh, split personalities in the oh, comics. That'd be great. Yes, that would be great. And Pierce Brosnan is great in it. When he shows up, I'm like, oh, he showed up early on. I was like, oh, great. They got, like, an old actor, and he's going to have to, like, just kind of, like, cash, you know, giving, like, just, like, a, okay, I'm here in a superhero movie thing. But he's actually, you know. Yeah. Different. I think... Yeah, I think uh, I think in the comics the helmet can like the alien helmet can like alter his um, thing and like that's a because he's actually I don't know about in this movie I don't know anything about this movie I know Black Adam in the comics is a villain I don't know that he is in this movie Doctor Fate flip flops between being a villain and a superhero because he has that issue so I feel like he's like he'd be a really interesting character to spend a lot of time with especially mm-hmm. if, like you're saying Pierce Brosnan is doing it well. The only thing I was surprised about uh, that I haven't heard you mention, so I'm going to assume it's not there for, you know, there's multiple reasons it could be. But the thing is that, like, Black Adam is a villain in the comics, and he is a villain to Shazam, who his movie fucking did way better than I ever thought it would. Like, I feel like people love that fucking movie. So Mm -hmm. I was surprised you didn't have anything to say. Like, Shazam showed up, and that was great. (laughs) No, no. And they say the word. They go, Black Adam gets his powers, because he's just like a little regular scrawny man, right? And then he goes, uh, Bro, did they, wait, hold on. He's a regular scrawny man. Did they give him the fucking Chris Evans? Yes, yes, yes. yes. I I was like, and it's, it's fucking weird, right? Because they don't, so if you watch... The first Avenger. I can't imagine Scrawny the Rock. At least, Chris, all right. Here's the thing: Chris Evans looks weird as Scrawny Chris Evans, but at least my basis of what Chris Evans looked like wasn't fuck the most massive, juiced fucking human being I've ever seen in my life. And if you watch the first Avenger, it holds up really well because they didn't just take Chris Evans's head and then like put it on top. They like put his head and they like shrunk down his jawline, like you know, sh- reshaped his head, you know, changed basically like m- made it to where his head would be on somebody whose body is shaped like that. Right. They didn't do that here. They just straight up put the rock's head on a scrawny man. So you have this this like scrawny body and then the most chiseled jawline and like this veiny bulbous head and it's just like oh <laughs> it looks. <laughs> I, I I'm googling it right now and I can't find it. It's making me so sad. What's funny is I looked up skinny Black Adam and mm-hmm. I haven't seen skinny the rock yet. I mean I see one that's clearly it can't be from this movie. Uh, it's it's clearly like a Photoshop someone did themselves. I mm-hmm. hope to God. Um, but uh, in this, I've also seen three pictures of skinny Steve Rogers, <laughs> Chris Evans. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> Clearly, everybody else pulled that fucking comparison too. Uh, but yeah, I, God, I need to find it because I can't. Like I said, Chris Evans. Like when you think about Chris Evans, I mean, I know he's been in other stuff, but superhero wise, like Fantastic Four, he's just like an in shape. You know, mm-hmm. but he, but like, The Rock's he, whole thing is that he is like, <laughs> gigantic, right? Like, yeah, he's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like somehow, Rock is the Rock. How old is how old is The Rock right now? Twenty, forty, or fifty now? Yeah. So somehow, my man's like twenty years past his prime, and somehow also bigger than he's ever been when he was a professional athlete. Like, get the fuck out! Of here. <laughs> my man's juiced bro yeah he's, he's got more steroids and <laughs> he's got enough steroids in him to kill an elephant bro did you see that did you see that when they brought back you know Hugh Jackman for the other one there was like a picture oh, yeah. of like a woman crying in a closet it's like uh, Hugh Jackman steroids when they hear that he's back the <laughs> yeah oh, oh man. man but uh but yeah Black Adam skip it, it it's uh and, and the thing is it's like this doesn't make me worried for... We'll talk about more about DC stuff in a little bit, but this doesn't make me worried for the future of DC because I'm so excited for, um, you know, Aquaman 2 and even Shazam 2. But it's just like one of those, it's like... Ugh, like the, the fact that they can still put out a stinker like this, it's like, they still have it on their fucking list. And like, they're still, like, making shit movies sometimes. And it just sucks because that means that maybe they'll keep doing it. But we'll see how the other ones turn out. But yeah, Skip Black Adam... It was ugh, not not uh, not good. All right. Um, oh, and, yeah. Before we go to yours, I'm gonna knock out like, like two or three of yeah. these. Um, Halloween ends. The Halloween trilogy. Uh, some people didn't like it. They thought it was a little different, and it is. I was about to say, I heard I bad things. Uh... The, the way it wraps up isn't really like what you would think, but I dug where it was. Like I was walking in, and I saw that it was like around two hours. And I was literally walking to the theater and be like, oh, is this going to be, like, boring? Or, like, I'm not going to be into this if it's so different. But I was in it the whole time. Like, not even thinking about when it was going to end. Not even thinking about checking my watch. Or, you know, right at the time. Like, all the whole time I was, like, committed to what it was doing. Um, and it had some pretty sweet um, kills at the end. So, um, if you like the other ones, give it a chance. Because I, like, I think this new trilogy looks great. The kills are great. And I think Michael Myers, like the mask, looks great, and he, his like, the guy's performance as Michael Myers is good. So yeah, if you watch the other two, just go ahead and finish the series. Um, and if you haven't watched it, I think it's a nice, you know, we, we you and I have talked to me on here before about how, dude, just kind of like how we were said that you know all those shitty superhero movies in the mid two thousands, there were those, but in horror movies, right? You would right. go in, and you see Jessica Alba, and she was a blind woman who got, like, new eyes, and they, like, showed her ghosts or something. Yeah. <laughs> and they were terrible. Dude, horror movies were awful in the mid-2000s. We are in a renaissance of horror movie now. So if a movie isn't the best, isn't, you know, hereditary, that's okay. Because this is still, like, dude, Halloween Ends is better than, like, all of them except, like, maybe the very, very first one, and then I heard the third one, Season of the Witch, is actually pretty solid. But, like, this is better than anything, like, in the 90s, or H2O, or any of that. So, I don't know. We're... So, yeah. one one thing... You mentioned, like, uh, you said, oh, uh, early, mid-2000s was a horrible time for horror movies. There were a mm-hmm. bunch of bad ones. Bro, you know what movie I remember... So, I watched it, like, when I was really young, like, mm-hmm. based on when it came out. 
probably i mean i didn't fucking watch it at the theaters on release so it could be but i couldn't have been any older than like 12 and i remember being like wow that was a good scary movie and i tried to watch it again and i was like yo this is garbage bro jeepers creepers bro yes Yes, oh my god that's (laughs) and they made like three of them yeah, this is kind of stuff that we had to deal with. Like we we watch it, be like, this is the peak horror, and it was like god awful. Um, like when a stranger calls, like when it's it, uh, it's like zero percent in Rotten Tomatoes. Um, I mean, there's a couple of good ones, right? Like the rains, a couple of the ones that break through. But for the most part, it was like you would go on a Friday, and it'd be like some exorcism of you know Debbie Smithers, and it'd be like shit, and it would like she can you know it would it would literally end like on like a cliffhanger because they want a sequel or um, Ryan Reynolds had like a remake of Amityville Horror or something. So it, it, I remember that. Bro, The Happening, bro? Yeah. Ugh. With the fucking, the, 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 the wind that kills people. Like Yeah, the, yeah. the planet was trying to kill people. It was the trees. Yeah, so... And then the wind was carrying it from the trees to the people. Uh, just if, I don't know if you can find it on YouTube. If you can, it's worth a watch just because it's like, hilariously bad mm-hmm. there is a scene where mark Wahlberg is in this house and like oh is it, it the one with the old lady bro it's with the old lady it, it's like <laughs> it kills me so fucking much i remember laughing the moment i watched it and i feel like just recently i've seen people talk about it again and i'm like i'm so happy other people thought the same thing because the whole thing is that when the trees would try and kill you you'd like go crazy for a second yeah. and this old woman who was i guess fine and then a breeze came and now she's about to go crazy i think um she's like what are you here for? She's talking to Mark Wahlberg. She's like, what are you here uh-huh, gonna, uh-huh, uh-huh. She's like, you're going to rape me? Steal my things? And Mark Wahlberg's response is, what? Yes. Me? <laughs> no. Like, like what I, the fuck? No, I never. And like the camera's like, face, like, like directly in the middle, like facing him. And he's like, what? No. <laughs> um, <laughs> this shit kills me every time, bro. It's terrible. It's like, how is this the shot that you picked for the movie? Like, Bro, I have to hope that fucking M. Night... Because that's a Shyamalan movie, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have to hope that he gave that man direction like to try and fix it like five times. And then Mark Wahlberg just was not getting it. You know what I mean? They're on like, they're on, like take ten. He's like, fuck it, bro. Just, yeah, we'll do that. That that looks good. That's fine. <laughs> Stupid idiot. So, yeah. Um, Hellions. Pretty good. Check it out, I think. Okay. Um, another a spooky, kind of scary movie um, is The Guest with Dan Stevens. And the movie's about this guy who shows up at this family's front door. Like, literally, the movie starts where this guy shows up at the front door. And he's like, hey, um, I am a war buddy. Or, no, I was in your, your son's war troop or something. And well, he died recently. And he's like, I just wanted to come and uh, pay my respects and, like, you know, say... Say hey, how, how great a great of a guy he was, mm-hmm. um, and um, he's like good looking, um, and really charming. But there's something a little bit off. And so then the movie goes into there, like what's with this guy? Mm-hmm. And it was it was a nice, fun, um, just kind of horror thriller, ninety minutes. Um, I will say the first half is a lot stronger. I found myself being much more, um, like like in, entertained and like um, sort of enthralled by the first half than the second because the second it's sort of there's like some action stuff that happens that looks not great so clearly yeah. they either ran out of the budget or they purposely made it look a little sort of like 80s type 
thing. Because it's the kind of vibe it's going for. Um, but I didn't really dig because then people start doing dumb things. And I'm like, eh, but why would he do that? Especially after the first half was so strong. Um, but yeah, that's The Guest. And I think it's from like 2014, 2015. Okay. But, uh, yeah. yeah. And I, I have a couple more things. Or I have one big one that we can come back to after you do yours. Okay. Uh, the next thing, I, I guess uh, one of them, uh, I, I finished... I'm up to Archer season six. I just finished Archer season five, mm-hmm. which is Archer Vice. Okay, um, that one was great. Um, I, I remember telling you I thought I had stopped when they were like the moment they started to become like serialized. Yes, serialized yes. isn't the right word, but I had that's, seen Archer Vice. Yeah, I didn't realize this was one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, I had seen Archer Vice. Archer Vice is amazing. <laughs> like it's so good the whole way mm-hmm. through. Um, all of it. It's there's so many guest appearances. Like I, I have to imagine this is like got to be near the height of like Archer's popularity or something because mm-hmm. they got fucking. Let's see. I mean, they'd already gotten Burt Reynolds. Uh, I think the season before mm-hmm. but they had like Kenny Loggins to do a Danger Zone bit. They had fucking like they had uh, Christian Slater, bro. <laughs> it's, it's it's just yes, all over yep, the fucking yep. place. Um, and for like one episode at a time. Um, and now that I said the Kenny Loggins thing, I don't know enough about Kenny Loggins or even what he sounds like. That could have been another guy playing Kenny Loggins. I just assumed <laughs> it was actually Kenny Loggins. Um, but but anyways, the the show's great. Uh, definitely looking forward to season six. I don't know what it is. Um, but man, the whole yeah. fucking... God, Charlene, bro, kills me the whole time. Pam's cocaine addiction kills me the whole time. Um Really, really solid uh, season. Yeah, yeah that's what only... I was going to ask okay. about about the next one. I was like, what is the next one? And I couldn't remember because just like you, that's when Sydney also kind of stopped watching was when they started to do like the one-off seasons. And I really enjoyed them. I mean, I've been there through the whole, whole way. I, I need to watch this most recent season, which is sort of back to normal. Or, you know, it's been there back to normal, I think, for two or three seasons now. But those, I think, were entertaining. I think there was like some, it gives you, it gives them a chance to, you know, do different stories, but then also change the settings of the places. You know, like one was like on a deserted island and then one was like in the 1940s LA, like different sort of looks and feels so that the show, you know. Yeah, I, I doesn't get think, stale. Exactly. I don't think the show would still be going on if they hadn't done those detours for like whatever, however many seasons. Right. Yeah, and I think that's fair. Um so I, I'm definitely excited. I looked. So if you look up Archer season five, it says like Archer season five, also known as Archer Vice. Um, I looked up season six and it didn't say anything. So maybe season six is just like a regular season mm-hmm. um, mixed in. And then from there, it's going to, you know, I know they, I feel like there's a space one. Maybe there's, yes, like the a, space one's good. there's an amusement park one, maybe or I can't remember. Like Funland or Dreamland or some shit like that. Um, mm-hmm. And then I know there's like a L.A. Noir one. Uh, but I'm excited to get to those. But I, 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 either way, Archer Vice was great. Um, fucking Eastbound and Down. So stupid. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that was really good. And uh, the only other thing I was going to bring up is that Modern Warfare 2 2022. Uh, not... Modern Warfare 2, fucking whatever year it came out previously, (laughs) um, came out Friday, and Mm -hmm. I played it some Friday night, played it some last night, 
And uh, I'm really happy with it. I mean, I know it's like a hot take. Like, hey, Call of Duty games are fun. But um, but <laughs> I hadn't played one in a while, so uh, I bought it. It's been, it's been a good time. I'm happy with it. Um, I don't think there's anybody who's going to be confused. Like, I, I'm if you're not... If, if you're like, I don't know, I'm on the fence about these Call of Duty games. I'm like, yeah. all right, well, then you just don't fucking play video games. Like, like right. I feel like at this point, either, like don't care about them hate them or love them like you're not right. undecided you know what i mean you know so, like hey, i got some money in my pocket let me see <laughs> let me go check it out well, what's this call these, of duty all about these uh, rascals are up to this yeah this year so um, the did it, you oh go ahead I, I, you said you how how long are you into are you gonna do the campaign or are you like not really like campaign? I, I will do the campaign i mm-hmm. haven't done it yet um just okay. because i I had time, so I was playing the multiplayer. Um, the one thing that was cool, and I saw some people, some people were shitting on them for it, but then I saw people that had the same take I did, which is they're like, this was fucking genius. Uh, which is when, if you pre-ordered the game, the early access was that you got to play the campaign for a week before the game came out. And some mm. people were like, who the fuck wants to play the campaign? I'm trying to play Call of Duty for multiplayer. It's the only reason people play this game, blah, blah, blah. But I feel like the correct take is that, like, there are a group of people that enjoy the story in the Modern Warfare games, right? Like, or, yeah. or Call of Duty games in general, because, like, uh, when Black Ops, like, Black Ops 1, 2, and I don't think 3 had a story. I think 1 and 2, they had their own little story that was, like, mm-hmm. kind of interesting. It was, like, a little thriller. Um, yeah. I remember I, I really loved uh, 2's story. It was, like, about, like... You face off against like this like drug lord or something who like yeah. he's totally I remember a, very, a mission very vividly where that guy you play as the guy like as a teenager and then every somebody kills your family and you're like going down oh, this yeah. mountain the fucking horses and shit right yeah I think you got like, a shotgun and you're like yeah. super pumped up like nothing can hurt you and you're just like, shooting motherfuckers down a hill or something like yep. that like, I, I remember, remember that, that mission now. yeah and I think that and then you know at the end I think it's like a an aerial battle in L A and shit and I really like dug that story. And and the original Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare Two, Modern Warfare Three had an incredible story yeah, that like mm-hmm. yep, people yep. were like legit invested in. Mm-hmm. So I think the correct take is that like releasing the campaign a week before the game comes out, if you have it pre-ordered, is fucking genius level like marketing. I guess you have people that are gonna want to play it just because it's Call of Duty and they've been itching to get their hands on it, so they want to play it regardless of whether it's like somebody that doesn't normally play the campaign may still play it just because they want to play the new game, right? Like that's yeah. that's that thing. You can hook them in that way. You can't just get rid of the story because they started to and people complained. And like I said, people do enjoy these stories. Mm-hmm. So if you want to still make a campaign and you you will get more eyes on it by releasing it early. And there are people who, honestly, kind of even like myself, like normally I would play the campaign first. Like that's what I've always done. But I don't have as much time on my hands, so I'm like, I want to play the multiplayer. But yeah. if you were the type of person that didn't want to... Like if the game came out at midnight, you're like, well, I want to play multiplayer with my friends. I don't want to miss out on anything or, you know what I mean? Having a week where there's nothing to do but the campaign relieves that, like, 
right, fear right. or pressure of being like, no, I want to jump into the main thing. You know what I mean? So right, right. Mm-hmm. I think that's a fucking brilliant idea. Like I heard that yes. and I was like, yeah, that was great. Um, I didn't participate because I didn't pre-order it. But uh, with that being said, I thought that was a great idea. Um, so And so far from what I've played, the game's great. Uh, don't really have any complaints. Oh, you know what? Just just for reference, I had a friend tell me he tried to play Battlefield 2042 recently. You know, the mm-hmm. one that was fucking oh, yeah. mm-hmm. dead mm-hmm. and fucking bug-filled. Yeah. So he was like, they've actually, he's like, it's still dead community-wise. Like, there aren't many people playing it, but they were like, it's pretty fun to play still. Uh, or it's pretty fun to play. They've fixed some things, blah, blah, blah. I was like, cool, I'll download it. And I started downloading it, and I was like, hey, can you tell me, if you have a grenade launcher on your gun and you get in a vehicle, when you get out, can you aim still? And because I was like, because that was the bug that made me stop playing this game mm-hmm. fucking when it came out. He was, he was like, let me check. And he takes back, he's like, nah, that's still broken. I was like, get the <laughs> fuck out of here, bro. Like, if I have this gun and I get in a uh-huh. car and get out, I can't aim? Bro, this uh-huh. is a shooter. What do you mean I can't aim, bro? Like, and to that end, fucking Call of Duty came out. And there was a bug where if you tried to ping someone when mm-hmm. you died, if the ping went through, it would be permanent. So you could see them through the walls like for the rest of the game because you pinged them and it just stuck mm-hmm. on them. And wow. I was and people were like, This is fucking awful. Because they're like, once you did it on accident the first time, you're like, Oh, I'll just always do this and I'll just know where everybody's at. And people are like, mm-hmm. This game is not fun. Bro, within three hours, Call of Duty had that shit fixed. I'm like, Battlefield, it's been damn near a year. And you still, like, I still can't aim, bro. What the fuck are we doing? So, so like, I saw, I was on Reddit, and I saw people talking about it, and I got the pit in my stomach. I was like, oh, not another one of these, bro. I'm going to get some fucking half-made garbage-ass game that they're just going to abandon. And then immediately, like, in that same thread, it, like, a post two hours later, like, it's fixed. I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> But, but yeah, bro, it's, I'm I'm happy with Modern Warfare 2. Hopefully it'll still nice. be good. Hopefully they support it for, what, I think two years is what they said this time. So I, I'm, okay. I'm excited. That's good. And then, you know, that they publicly said that is like, okay, thank you. You know, because sometimes yeah. it'll be like, you know, we'll see how it goes. Or like, we'll, we'll you know, we'll, we'll make commitments based on blah, 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 blah. So like them saying that. Hey, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's Activision. Uh, I think, and it would if they just went back on it, I, I wouldn't be like, "What? No way!" <laughs> like, mm-hmm. But um, I mean, if they do keep it two years, that'll be it'll be good. Nice. So, nice. so what uh, what else you got before we uh, before we move on? Yeah, yeah. Um, I uh, I'll start with the little one. Uh, she Hulk season one. It was mm-hmm. solid. Just the nice sitcom, kind of like the you know, it, it's weird because it's like um, it's like you know, like Superstore or. Uh, what's in it? Like Abbott Elementary, where it's like it's just like a thirty-minute sitcom, and I think that's it. And I think people probably wanted more, right? And so because it wasn't that, people were like, "Hey, you wanted more? Like, what is this? This is Marvel." But it's like they just—it's like I—I think that the, the the thing that people should do or should keep in mind is that for the shows on Disney Plus, you don't have to watch all of them. You just watch the ones that you want to watch. Yeah. Whereas the movies are like, no, this is stuff that like matters. It's like the big story, right? And the shows, it's like, you know, if I don't watch Moon Knight, it's at the end of the world. If I don't watch the, the werewolf one, you know, it's not going to yeah. prevent me from watching, what's the next movie? Guardians 3, right? Or Black Panther 2, right? It's just like a little, little, little snack on the side. But it was solid. And I had a good time. So She-Hulk, check it out. Um, and then uh, 
Real quick, before you move on, yeah. I felt like I had seen a bunch of negative things about She-Hulk, and, you know, there's obviously a group of people that are just going to shit on it regardless because it's a She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think, like you said, I think there was a lot of misunderstanding, like people wanting a bunch out of it. Um, and I only bring it up to say, uh, Marvel, you need to take our idea and just fucking go ahead and dis- like go ahead and label these distinctly as, like, this is like a fucking we said right. like, this is your yes, tier one yes. half to watch this mm-hmm, is your tier mm-hmm. two kind of important but not a big deal if you don't and then your tier three like purely for fun because yeah. i wonder how many of these people that were pissed off about it would have been people that would have just not watched it in the first place and not complained if they just knew that it was just gonna be a sitcom right right you know exactly I mean? yes yes and like we said before it's like feige can't do that but God, I wish he could. Right. Like, he's like, hey, <laughs> right. we spent $100 million on this show. This is two or two people, right? Like, it, it, he can't, but it's like, uh, I wish I wish he could, like, you know, put on, like, a hint, hint, nudge, nudge. See, but it goes, it goes both ways because, like, all right, so you're saying, like, oh, you can't do that because they spent so much money on it, right? But I was like, maybe that just means a more sustainable model is to maybe not spend so fucking much on every single project. True, true. Especially when something like this, you know, it's it's not uh, nobody who's who likes these kinds of shows, who likes these kinds of sitcoms, is going to complain about cost stuff because they've been there when it was like you know like when they were like in the mid 2000s right like you right know, like, when, when things didn't look great there were fans there right like buffy right like buffy i'm sure if i were to yeah. watch go back and start watching buffy the vampire slayer some of the episodes would look a little janky but that's okay because it's it is it's a sitcom right like it is what it is right like right i feel like shows like you know game of thrones and um the new shows the the, the, the fucking lord of the rings and even house of the dragon which i'm gonna mention in a little bit have sort of warped people's expectations of tv budgets Mm-hmm. Um, because I remember season one of Game of Thrones, they were had to have a big battle, and right before they did, boom, Ty- uh, Tyron gets knocked out, or Tyrion gets knocked out, and then it like skips the battle. And I remember being like, "Yeah, that's that's fine," because this is TV. We're gonna see a big battle on TV, of course. Right, right. But it's, <laughs> you know, it's like that. It's like, oh, She Hulk. We didn't see her. You know, she's just like a lady in green paint. I'm like, yeah, it's it's TV. Like, what do you, you know? What do you want? You know, <laughs> right. Yeah, so maybe maybe uh, maybe it could work both ways, right? Like maybe maybe he, if they do decide to ever do that, they can just realize that you know I don't I don't need to blow a full fucking movie budget on sitcom for right. eight, eight, eight episodes. Um, but yeah, uh, so that's that's it. Also, maybe they would quit making so many fucking shows, mm-hmm. bro. Maybe maybe that's the answer, right? Maybe you yeah. don't need yeah. a fucking new Marvel show on air every fucking week yeah like, exactly. like the moment one ends like next marvel show star yeah. wars show fucking like stop it bro. Right. give it a break mm-hmm. uh, relax. um, um. <laughs> <laughs> but uh i'll rip up my what we've been watching with the uh, house of the dragon um okay. it, was, it was it was it was pretty great i really really enjoyed it i'm glad i watched it it has a uh, you know good dramatic scenes people you care about and the end the, i would say the last three episodes or really like ended on a really high note, so I'm really excited for season two. Um, I think w- um, around the same time uh, it started was like I think like August ish, and 
it was this show and the Lord of the Rings show were both coming out around the same time. And I was like, all right, I'm going to make a, make a decision and watch one of these two, like, week to week, basically. Yeah. Keep up with the conversation. And then I'll watch the other one after it's over and sort of, you know, like my usual day-to-day one. Um, and I picked this one, and I'm really glad I did because I heard not great things about the Lord of the Rings one. Yeah. <laughs> and then this one was um, really um, f- fulfilling, I guess. Or like I, I had a great time watching it, and um, I'm really excited for season two, which won't be for like I think two years. Yeah. So my wife actually watched House of the Dragon because um, she finished Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Uh, she so she started watching. She finished like right before. Actually, no. It, she might have finished like one or two weeks into House of the Dragon, and she uh-huh. so she just immediately picked up uh, House of the Dragon. So she's like kind of depressed at the moment because she she hates waiting between seasons. Mm-hmm. Like even if she's not gonna binge it all in one day, like she doesn't want like now like two years is an aggressive wait. Um, like, <laughs> so she's like, "Fuck!" In two years, I don't even know if I'm gonna care anymore. Um, yeah. And the but, crazy thing about the two-year thing is that when Game of Thrones was coming out, huge, you know, huge casts, different locations all over the world, and they were putting out motherfucking seasons every single year, which is right. nuts, right? Like, it'd be like, you know, this April, season two, next April, season three, and it's like, dude, like, that's kind of crazy that they were able to do that. Yeah, for sure. The one thing I was going to say mm-hmm. is that... Um, I feel like based on hearing my wife talk about it and just, you know, cause she, she'll still tell me about some stuff that happens in, in the uh, episodes because um, I haven't really shown any interest in watching it. Yeah. Based on what she's told me, I feel like watching Game of Thrones is not a prerequisite to watching this show. No, I feel no. like everything in this show is self-contained. There's obviously some bits that are like, Huh? Huh? You know what I mean? Um, yeah, like yeah. She, mm-hmm. So, uh, fuck. I don't know if this is a spoiler or not. So, skip ahead fucking literally 15 seconds, maybe. But she said, like, the the king has, like, a vision of, like, the rightful prince, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. The mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's, like, people that watch Game of Thrones know that's Jon Snow. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. but, like, really, ultimately, whether you knew that or not, it doesn't matter. Um, like, the show is still fine. You know what I mean? Like, right. the show still operates as it would, regardless of whether you do that info or not. Um, so, I mean, it almost made me want to watch it. I, and I might. You know what I mean? Like, when season two starts coming out, I might be like, fuck it, let me watch this. Because people are talking about, like, the characters and actors, like, they're fucking back in Game of Thrones, like, early seasons. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I I don't know. The only problem is, is, is like, I'll... T- I I was talking to Caitlin and I was like, so Damon is this guy, and she was like, yeah. And then I showed a picture. She was like, no, that's Amon. I was like, they look alike to me. It's like I was like, I'm pretty sure it's the same dude. She's like, nah, they all look alike, but that's not the same dude. And yeah. she, and she, I was like, well, then who's this? She's like, Amon. I was like, oh, so yeah. Damon with the D at the end. Thanks. Like, yes. get the fuck out of here. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, and they're like, and they have like, you know, they're, they're one of the girls. Uh, betrothed men die and he's like you shouldn't you know you should be sad for the queen because she lost her son but you should also be mad for this girl who lost her cousin a future husband uh, i believe nephew and, <laughs> and, and they're all named like similarly and stuff yeah and so, um i have been very fortunate to have a um like a podcast that goes along with it 
because oh, okay. it, I mean, I don't want to say that it, I wouldn't be able to watch the show without it. Um, but it, it has provided like really like cool background stuff, especially like book stuff. Like, right. Like there'll right. be something like it's called the red keep, which is, I, I think somewhere in King's Landing or some shit. And yeah. during the podcast, you'd be like, Oh yeah, this was built by this person. And he built these back tunnels and blah, 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 blah. blah. And I'd be like, Oh, hmm, interesting. Nice little nugget. Yeah. But yeah, it just, I, don't, I don't know why it killed me. I was like, this guy? And she was like, no, that's not Damon. I was like, well, who is it? Amon. I was like, yeah, relax. You just fucking moved the D. <laughs> like, you're fucking with me right now. <laughs> but uh, but anyways, it sounds interesting. Everything she's told me sounds good. People seem to like it. And, uh, you know, if it, the reason I brought up that it seems like watching Game of Thrones isn't a prerequisite is that, like, I think there are probably going to be some people who just never got into game of thrones that would be turned off from this show because they're like, I just, I'm not trying to go through eight seasons of game of thrones, um, to watch it. Um, so, you know, it sounds like maybe you could just fucking watch it anyways and it would still be good and enjoyable. So, um, that's all I was going with that. Yeah. House of the dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Check it out. Give it a chance, especially if you loved, you know, the good seasons of game of thrones. Right. All right, so that's uh, that's everything we've been watching and playing lately. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, we're just going to talk uh, briefly about a couple more things. We've got the NBA season starting. Yeah. Um, man, the fucking you have it on here, so I don't want to steal your thunder, but the Lakers look really fucking bad. <laughs> you, they oh brother, stink. this team stinks. <laughs> at, um, at this point, for me, for the Lakers. Like, I don't think they'll make the playoffs uh, unless they, they do, like, a big, like, 2018 LeBron shakeup of, like, the whole team where they, like, trade everybody. Yeah. Um, but for me, I'm like, this season, I'm just like, all I care about for the Lakers this season is just LeBron breaking Kareem's record. Like, that's it. Yeah. Like, that's the only one um, because there isn't much else. Um, but, um, yeah. That's the, the, for me, that's like, it, it's like, well, well, you know, that's it. Just, just Kareem's record. I don't. Like, if the Lakers don't do it, it's like, it is what it is, right? Yeah. So, the Lakers look terrible. They are, I mean, we're only, like, five, six games into the season, but the Lakers are last place in the West, uh, zero and five. Um, and then the other team that I, oh, also, though, I don't know what the fuck you do with Westbrook, but you gotta get that man out of there. Like, I, I don't know what's, I don't know what's going on, but that man's gotta get out of here. <laughs> um, they said he bought a house across the street from LeBron's house, bro. What is that? What are you doing? <laughs> Did you yeah, hear that? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, wow, we're, we're, we're really good buddies now, huh? <laughs> I said, I saw a tweet. God, I can't remember who it was. You might have posted it. I can't remember how I saw it, but that it was like saying, like, I can't wait for LeBron in this rich ass neighborhood's kids to be scared of gunshots going off. <laughs> They're like, no, that's just Russell Westbrook shooting threes over at his house across the street. <laughs> Dude, those uh, jokes always freak me up. Like when Dad and Pat Beverly is like, damn, the, the open practice is going to sound like a gun range or something. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they gotta, yeah, I agree. They got to get him. Like it, 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 he just doesn't mesh. And he's, he's coming off a bench, but he said, He's pretty much insinuated that um, coming off the bench hurt his hamstring because of his um, what's his routine that he's done for for forever, right? And, uh, okay, I didn't hear that. The one thing I will say, I, I, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, I didn't mean like I didn't hear that to like throw doubt. Oh, no, yeah, like I hadn't heard it. Um, I heard it yeah. But 
the one thing I will say is that like it's weird because Westbrook is I guess I would describe his personality as like surly like he's he's not ever going to be just a super happy dude right like right. like you're never gonna at no point in Westbrook's career were you going to come to a press conference and be like, hey, fucking Joe Schmo reporter, let's, yeah. <laughs> jokes. Um, yeah, right. Like, he's always, I mean, understandably, because of the way reporters are and people, he's very like, uh, not cagey, but he's always like, what's your angle here, brother? Right? Yeah. Which makes sense because of the way some people act, especially like, you know, when, when fans re- you know, yell at shit at him in like in Utah and stuff, which makes sense. Yeah. But that's just the way that he's always been. Right, and so I say that to say that, like, I mean, he, I feel like that will give you the impression that he's kind of just an asshole. Maybe he is, maybe he's not. But the one thing I will say in this scenario is that, like, I really feel like all of his problems, first of all, everyone's shitting on him. And I don't want to say deservedly so, but, like, I mean, you don't look good. Uh, you know, like, yeah, like, like things, that game hey, where- things are definitely not working out here. Yeah, um, but it was a game where he was like, he, they were like, "How did you play?" And he was like, "Oh, they only played great." And it was like two. He was like, "Oh, for eleven or some shit like that." <laughs> like, I mean, like, yes, you can say that, but like, you didn't. So, like, yeah, I think ultimately where I'm trying to go with this though is that like I feel like he's trying his best to like really. I guess what makes me feel bad about the whole thing is it. I I don't feel like he's trying to like sabotage the whole ship on his way out. You know what I mean? Like I think ultimately he would he would rather not have any problems and play. You know what I mean? Like even if he was still on the bench but playing better, like mm-hmm. I feel like he would prefer that. You know what I mean? Over yeah. like playing bad. Like I, he's not like trashing everybody on the team. He's not talking shit. Like I ultimately like it. I feel a little bad because like he's bad. He doesn't fit. That's not really his fault. I feel like 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 I feel like the fact that the moment he got traded, everybody apparently other than Rob Palinka and I guess LeBron if LeBron was pushing for it, like everybody was like that ain't gonna work. Like yeah, that's yeah. not really. That's not really his fault. You know what I mean? Like, you brought in a guy who plays away, and it doesn't work out. And, like, I just feel a little bad because I'm like, I feel like he, man, I feel like he's trying his best. And his, the way he tries his best may ultimately be be misguided. But, like, I still feel like he's, from the sounds of it, like, he's giving full effort, right? Like, he he wants it to work. I don't think it's going to, but, like, that's the part that makes me feel a little, like, damn. Like, yeah. Yeah. Shit's, shit's bad. Yeah, um, yeah, and yeah, I listened to another podcast where they kind of said the same thing. Where like, you feel bad for him, but it's like, I mean, the dude's making thirty million dollars living in LA, playing professional basketball. It's like you can't, you know, how bad can you really feel for him? But you still go like, oh, I mean, like, yeah, oh, man, that's kind of kind of shitty. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, also, like, I, I I can't remember who said it. They're like, he didn't. He didn't decide to pay himself that much money. <laughs> like, True. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> like he's making thirty million because somebody else was like, "We'll pay you that much." And he was like, "Sure." <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but they they got to get him out of there. I don't know what the answer is. I don't know if anybody wants him, but they got to get him out of there. Yeah. But while we're talking about getting people out of here, bro, they got to get everybody 
everybody out of Brooklyn, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I saw the Bobani Jones tweet this morning. He was like, you got to start over. Like, you got to yeah. trade KD, get as many picks as you can, fucking wave Kyrie. Like, it, it didn't work. Like, just blow the whole thing up. Yeah. He, he said wave Kyrie, and people were like, why the fuck would you wave him? He was like, well, who's going to trade for him? Like, who's going to give well, me something for this fucking guy who's out here now fucking he, him and Kanye are on the same train? Um, this shit's fucking bananas. Uh, Did I you saw, see, uh, are you going to see Dragonfly Jones tweet? The, which I, I saw one that he retweeted, I think, mm-hmm. where it was like, it was two clips. There were five second clips. One oh, was the- like, He's like, I have, he's like, he's like, as my, I'm in a position where I have, uh, you know, an ability to impact or influence like people based on who I am, blah, blah, blah. And then it's like in the same interview, same clothes, hasn't moved. It's like, he's like, people act like I have all this impact or influence. Uh, Like, like, bro. It's the fucking, the the Rick James. He's like, I never done cocaine. Yeah. yeah, He's like, 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 what, what would I look like? Grinding okay. my shoes on his couch, like hell fuck yeah. his couch. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah, grind my shoes. The other one, he was like, he just sucks. With the other Dragonfly Jones, was, was the one who was like, he just sucks. He's not good. He hasn't done shit. He's basically just queuing on Monte Ellis now. I, that shit killed me. He's queuing on Monte Ellis, bro. <laughs> and it, you, but you know what I immediately thought of that mm. fucking picture of Monte Ellis at the keyboard at the computer. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking Kyrie looking up his fucking theories about how the Earth's flat and fucking uh, Jews are running the world. I guess yeah, just and terrible. Bobani Jones, Bobani podcast. I know it's kind of unrelated, but like he was like, he's like, I'm not really going to talk about it a whole lot, but I am just going to say that maybe if Jews did run the world, maybe people would treat Jews a little better. <laughs> like, like maybe <laughs> Jews wouldn't be out here like this if if they really did rule everything. Maybe you should think about it a little. Like, yeah, it just like it just doesn't. It's like you know what's not clicking, right? We talk yeah, about it when right. people go about the vaccine, vaccine or something like chip. It's like, oh yes, they're gonna put a chip in you. Like, who? Why do you think anybody would give a shit enough to put a chip in you? Like, right? You know, do you they have, if it, Well, m- maybe, but also they have your phone. Your phone right. is the also, chip. God. Also, on top of all of it, like you're like your sheep. And they're just doing this to control you. It's like, dog, if if your argument is that I'm already the sheep because I'm listening to the government, I'm not the one they need to control. I'll just do whatever they ask anyways. Like, <laughs> like shit doesn't. You're the one they should be going after, and you're like uh, acting like it's me. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Um, unrelated stat uh, again. This is like only tangentially related. It's just interesting, and I read it recently. Was that uh, if I'm not mistaken, the thing I read said that. Um, this is completely off topic, but like, it was like, um, that the Jewish population has still not rebounded completely since world war two. Like there are still less Jews that, as I say it, less Jewish people, less Jews sounds hateful. Um, there are less, less Jewish people. I was just talking about that last night with somebody, they were like, it was something about whether work was bad or not. And I was like, I think it's kind of like Jew, where like it's all in the tone. I forget somebody had a, a joke about that one time where they were like, it all depends on like how you say it, right? Like if you go, then you're like, okay, right? <laughs> hey, bro. I'm going to go but, stand over here, right? But if you just go, oh, yeah, he, you know, he's it, it a, done by a Jew, right? Or like a Jewish yeah. man, right? You go, oh, okay, yeah. He's just the owner of the business. Or, you know, he attended saw- the. 
the party, was, right? There was a thing, uh, there was a guy that was on the radio locally here, and, uh, like, and he posted a thing on Twitter, he was like, why are some, and he's, he's, uh, he's African American, he's black, he was like, why are some people uncomfortable calling us black? And I, like, I responded to him, I was like, I mean, I think calling someone black is fine, but if I throw a plural on it, it sounds awful. Like, like if I'm uh, over yeah. here like blacks, um, like, uh, hey, like, yo, it's kind of stuff like if you're at a house party and you hear that you're like, you cringe. You go, okay, I'm gonna go get some more punch, <laughs> honey. We gotta get out. Get your coat. We gotta get out. <laughs> we gotta get the fuck out of here. I look bad. Um, but anyways, my ultimate point was that uh, I just read that there are still less Jewish people on Earth. Than That's there was before World War Two. That's wild. It's been a hundred yeah. like, and, and then people are like, "See, they rule the world." I'm like, "No, I promise." Like that wouldn't have happened if like exactly. if there's some yeah. fucking ancient overarching cabal that like runs the world. I don't think that would have happened. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, anyways, yeah. Kyrie's off the rails. Get Kyrie out of there. Yo, Ben Simmons got to get the fuck out of here. He's the. They were talking about it again. Dominic Vox was like, "The thing is, is that Ben Simmons." People are like, you know, even if Ben Simmons doesn't become the player that he used to be, mm-hmm. right, he he can just play defense and, like, play make a little bit. Like, he can just be yeah. Draymond Green, right? Like, right. Yeah. But the thing is, like, he was like, you know, I understand people being rusty, but, like, he can't play defense now. And he was like, I don't know what – like, ain't no rust, bro. Like, you don't have to practice your fucking side shuffle. You know what I mean? Like, right, he was right. like, it's, he's like, you don't just forget. It's like effort and uh, like athletic ability. So I don't know what the problem is. But yeah, Ben Simmons out here just like fouling out. Like he just looks bad, bro. Did, did you see the tweet about they were like his stat line looks like the three numbers in the back of your credit card? Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, somebody was like, you know, they're gambling. They're like, you know, that that under for Ben Ben Simmons' uh, points scored is like easy money. It's just giving it away. And they <laughs> took it off of gambling lines because really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just oh man, I really thought that he. I don't think he was gonna come back fully, but I thought that at least he would come back a little better than this. But, you know, it's still yeah. early, but, yeah. I mean, it just sucks for the guy because he could have gone, I mean, I wish he would have gone to somewhere like, you know, kind of like when the Russ went to, um, what are they called? Not the Capitals. The Wizards, right? Yeah. It was, just, he, it was like basically like a, like an exile. He's like, here you go, bro, just exile yourself. And then he puts up a bunch of triple doubles and gets, kind of gets his groove back. I feel like the, I wish he would have done that with Ben Simmons instead of literally the worst case scenario for a guy who's, you know, yeah, who's, who's like gone, rebounding from from a bad situation? Yeah, rebounding from a bad situation has mental health issues. Shove him in a room with Kyrie and KD. <laughs> Yo, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Um, yeah, no, nah, it's it's out of control. They, the and the Nets are next to last in the East with uh, it, what one in five, one in four. Survey says uh, one in five, tied with the Pistons and Orlando Magic. Uh, Whoa. Yeah, it's not ideal. Um, so yeah, uh, you know, Bucks are five and zero. Oh. It's really not much to talk about this early, but yeah, you know, I was gonna say, I was like, in terms of like title ones, I'm thinking like Bucks and Nuggets, maybe that would make sense okay. to me. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'll probably go like Bucks and Suns. I feel like the Suns are still good, and I don't think anything's really gone on there. Yeah. Um, yeah, Bucks and Suns sounds safe to me. 
Yeah. I mean, the Warriors could pull it off again, but I don't know. You see fucking Clay Thompson's out here, like, talking mad shit to Devin Booker like he wasn't fucking one for 11 or whatever the hell he was. <laughs> like, did you see that? No, uh uh-uh. Oh, bro, they were talking, the Warriors are beating the Suns, and, like, Clay Thompson just kept, like, yelling at Devin Booker. He's like, what, like, four rings he has? He's like, four rings, blah, 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 like, I got four, and then fucking, uh, yeah, but they were like, Clay Thompson was like two for eight or some shit like that. And he was like, was like why are you talking shit right now? <laughs> um, it's like, I mean, technically, you're not wrong, but then also, it's like, we're talking about now, bro. Like, we're not talking about you know, 2015. Right. But yeah, so the NBA season, uh, you know, the only thing I can guarantee at this point, I, I guess I can't guarantee it, but I feel very confident that the Lakers and Nets are both going to be very bad. <laughs> Yeah, um, I'd love to see like the articles, you know, when they first formed that big three in Brooklyn. It's like, you know, step out of the way, eighty-two and zero, right? And or like, you know, um, but it's crazy how I would have loved to have seen how that would have come together had there not been COVID, because that was pretty much the thing that derailed like everything for them. Right. I mean, I'm sure it would have gone off the rails other ways, but you know, I would like to have seen it happen naturally instead of like from a yeah, I mean, honestly, though, without COVID, maybe they don't have that title. You know, maybe Anthony Davis crumbles in the fucking playoffs and uh, not in the bubble. And, oh, true. Uh, you know, he doesn't have the rest. He gets injured, and they don't fucking win the title uh, that they got during the COVID year. True, um, true. So there's no telling. Um, but, um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm excited for the season. Um, like I said, I'm excited for LeBron to break the, 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 the record. I have a, the NBA website has like a page specifically like tracking how close he is. Okay. Um, so at today, at the time of this recording, he is 1,196 points away from breaking the record. That's which, it? Well, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't know why I'm surprised because he's just been, but like that's still... Yeah, I mean, over eighty-two games, it's only fifteen points a game. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he could he, he, at this point if he averages thirty, he's thirty-nine points away, thirty-nine point eight six 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 games away from breaking it. Yeah, and thirty's a lot, but even just fifteen's like you got a lot of room for error. You know what I mean? Like right, exactly. it wouldn't be weird Does for him he... to score twenty-two a game. You know what I mean? Like yeah. so, he still got plenty of yeah. of room to wiggle there and and still get it. That's crazy. Yeah. But more than likely, sometime between halfway this, uh, you know, at the halfway point, I was talking to uh, Sydney's family last week or whatever uncles, and I was telling him, I was like, I would do fucking anything to know which game it is. Right? Oh, yeah. To like look into the future and be like, oh, it's just a random Tuesday night in Utah, and fucking book my tickets to Utah and like buy my, you know, my my game ticket like front row or, or you know. Fucking empty the savings account and be like, be there when it happens. I think it'd yeah. be really, really cool. But you know, it's kind of like, well, you know, he could be five games away, and then he fucks up his uh, his ankle, and then he's out for like a month, right? Right. So. Yeah, for sure. So that'll be interesting to see. It's it's that's one of those that like I feel like everybody thought was just never gonna be broken. Like yeah. I feel like that was one of those ones that people were like, "Oh, that'll just be there forever." Because yeah, like uh, like seventy two and ten, and then it got broken. Yeah. Um, um. Yeah. I mean, I remember being. I think right before I graduated high school, or right after, LeBron broke like you know fastest to ten thousand points, or maybe something like that. Fastest to eight thousand. You know, one of those. He's been the fastest to every single barrier of points yeah. forever, right? And 
ever being like, oh, interesting. So he's the youngest and he's been healthy and he's playing well. Let me see how long it would take for him to break the record. You know, you do like the, yeah. how many points divided by 25? How many games is that? And it was literally like 2024. I think that's when I, when I did the math myself, yeah. and it was like 2024, 2023, 2024. And we're being like, fuck, that's insane. Like the idea of being me being alive around that time, like, right. Like it's like 10 years down the future. You go, well, that's crazy that he'll play that long or that, you know, you know what I'm right. saying? Like, also, it just, it just like, seems the, so way out there. And also, like, at the time, I mean, because I remember ESPN did a big whole article on it, and you could adjust, like, what you thought his points were, and it would give you, you know what I mean, whatever year, mm-hmm. uh, which is probably what you're talking about. But, like, I remember, I, the thing is, is at that time, I mean, he was great, right? He's a great basketball player, even back then, like, talent, skill-wise, or, I guess, you know, talent, he was one of the best ever. But, like, so much of his game, you were like, oh, well, it's because he's fucking 6'10", fast as shit, can jump through the roof, blah, blah, blah. And, like, yeah. I remember thinking that, like, you know, even, like, there's going to be an obvious decline. Like, he's going to get old, he's going to get a little slower, Get he's going to lose his, his, le- his vertical, you know what I mean? Like, and his points are going to decline, and, like, even if he plays till, like, you know, when I look at it, like, maybe it was, like, even, like, 2025, but that's, like, assuming a drop-off. And the thing is, there just, like, was no drop-off. Like, he just adapted, and now he's a much better shooter, and, like, he just playing the post. Um, And, like, I'm just, that's the thing that surprises me the most, right? Like, if he played... If he got the record and played till 2026 because he was healthy, but, you know, yeah. his last years he was like fucking Vince Carter was. You know what I mean? That'd be one right, thing. Right. But, like, he's still, like, man, all right, so LeBron's not top five anymore, right? I don't think. Right, yeah. Because you've got Giannis, Jokic, and Bede, um off the top of my head. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, there's there's people that you can debate. KD maybe is, is better than him at this point yeah. in their careers. Um, but, like, He's still like top twenty. You know what I mean? Like it's like holy right, shit, right. bro. How? This man, I mean, he's not Tom Brady because Tom Brady looks like he fell off a cliff this year. But, um, <laughs> but like the same idea, right? Where you're like, how the fuck are you still this good playing? Um, yeah. What is going on here? Uh, so that's like the thing that is most remarkable to me is that there was no like he didn't have to put together three seasons where he's only averaging like 11 points a game. You know what I mean? He's like, no, yeah. he's, when he reaches it, he will still be one of the, even if we just say this to make it simple, one of the top 30 players in the league, which means right. that like he could be a top player on, he should be the best player on a team somewhere. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. It, yeah. Like he's not, he's not crawling to the record, right? Like when Vince right. started at the end, he put up like five points and then every other night you'd be like, oh, he, now he had passed this guy, number 15, on the all-time scoring list, number 14, because they're all really close. But it Same was, thing with Carmelo a little bit. Yes. Carmelo mm-hmm. kind of Yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Now he's like number 10 because he passed like Alex English or something because he put up a 10-point, you know, 3 out of 6 shooting night, right? Right. Um, but LeBron's not doing that, right? He's still in the front seat. Like, he's still you know, playing well. And kind of like how we – I think we mentioned about Kobe before where, you know, if he <clears> – <throat> He was never going to come off the bench, right? LeBron's right. not going to come off the bench, right? He's not going to be the sixth guy coming in and be like, come on, guys, let's get this energy going, right? Because he's such other guy. Giannis is never going to come off the bench. Luca, like these guys, Steph, 
other than, you know, when he has to because of injury when he's coming back or whatever. But he's never going to, you know, go from starter to reserve guy, right? It's just like... Yeah, that's the... Boy, that's the weird thing. So, like, the thing is, is they're wanting... Like, I know LeBron wants to play with his son in the NBA, right? It's like a whole thing that yeah. keeps getting talked about a bunch. And, like, boy, I'm just hoping that when it's all said and done, he goes, like, he retires before there's any, like, weird situations going on. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm trying to think. You know the only guy who was, like, clearly, like, a 100% like I'm that fucking dude that transitioned into being just like a guy off the bench. I feel like was Dirk Nowitzki. Like Dirk mm-hmm. somehow did transition to just being like a cool guy on the bench to help. And maybe, maybe it's just because he <clears throat> retired the year after Luca got there. Like they had one year together, right? Yeah. So maybe that was enough, right? Maybe that's how you do it is that you have like, you find the next guy and you just fucking phase out like kind of easy there's not really – they don't think your team is shooting for the playoffs or anything, and that, that's right. what happens. But LeBron, I just like I, – as long as I don't – like I said, as long as we don't get to that point where he's just like hanging around the league and he's either I, – I, like I don't want to see LeBron coming off the bench. And then if he's not coming off the bench, though, I also don't want it to be Russell Westbrook, right? Like I don't want him at the tail end of his career or Carmelo Anthony where it's like you're definitely not – that dude and mentally you still think you are so like you're holding the team back now you know what i mean like, right yeah um so as as long as we don't get that i'll be happy with the the lebron retirement situation for sure no yeah i agree i agree so uh let's see um do you want to touch on the dc stuff real quick super quick. well i was gonna say we can skip that for next okay. episode and then just yeah. wrap it up with the quick one at the bottom yeah so the quick one on the bottom is that uh fucking i couldn't believe it but i saw syracuse played nc state and nc state was ranked and i was i saw syracuse was ranked i was like Mm -hmm. huh like we're ranked (laughs) in in college football and uh we beat nc state and i was like that was so that was fool's gold right because but i recognized it as fool's gold because the thing was all right, this is wildly disrespectful. But my thing is, is that I always, all, always assume NC State wildly overrated. Always. Like, yes, it, yeah. mm-hmm. basketball, whenever they're ranked, I'm like, it's okay. They're going to blow a game to some guy they shouldn't, and they'll, they'll be unranked by the time the season's over. Right. Football, same thing, right? Like, football, I see, like, NC State's ranked, and then they fucking play a more legit ranked team. Like, I'm... I mean, like, Clemson, they just get blown out. But, like, uh, right. even a smaller, like, fringe team, right? Like, they pay fucking <laughs> Michigan, who's not going to be in the play. You know what I mean? And they get the doors yeah, blown yeah. off of them. And then by the end of the season, they're ranked, like, 23rd or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the weird thing about college football, more, way more so than college basketball, is, to me, being ranked doesn't matter unless you're in the top, like, eight. College basketball, a fucking a thousand teams make the March Madness. You know what I mean? So like being yeah. ranked there still matters. In, in college football, if you're not in the top eight, where you can even be, where you can bitch that you didn't make the playoffs, like it doesn't fucking matter that you ranked. Um, yeah. But ultimately, I say that to say Syracuse beat them, and then we played Clemson. And while we did lose to Clemson, we were up at halftime. And like, yeah, it was like twenty-one to ten. Good. It was yeah. I mean, it was a tight I think game. if it would have been in at Syracuse. I think that that's a win, right? Like, yeah, I think so. And so, like now, as someone who has never fucking 
never really gave a shit about college football because I just didn't have a team. Because Syracuse mm-hmm. has always been my college basketball team, and they've never really mattered in football that much, so I've just never cared. I'm like, if we're going to start being ranked like yearly, like we can actually be good and we have a good coach that'll stick, you know, not leave. I mean, I can't determine that yet. He could get an offer for fucking Texas A&M when they fired Jimbo Fisher and be gone. Um, but, <laughs> but uh, I mean, if he sticks around and we keep playing good, like I might have to start like really paying attention to college football for, for once. And to the end, UNC is also ranked. Yes. Yeah. And the, yeah, they're seven and one as of the time of this recording. And they are more than, I think they have like a 98% chance of playing in the AC championship against Clemson. Okay. So I'm like, Oh, okay. I mean, the defense isn't very good, or at least it hasn't been, you know, in the earlier part of the season. And for a while there, I was kind of like how I was with LeBron, where I was like, you know what? All I care about is the record. Get those points. Get those stats. And that's how I was with Drake May, yeah, um, the quarterback, because I was like, oh, he's, he's really good. He's like t- almost top in the nation, touchdowns and shit. You know what? All I care about is just that, right? But then they kept winning, and so I'm like, well, maybe I do care about the team, <laughs> you know, the, the team doing well. So I'm just enjoying it because I was talking to a buddy yesterday, and I was like, you know, like the last time they were this good was 2015. They went 11 and one, went to the ACC championship against Clemson, and they lost. But they lost to like the Deshaun, the first Deshaun Watson national championship team, where, yeah. where they went to and lost to Alabama. So like an actual like semi juggernaut, and they right. barely lost. Where I think this Clemson team, as you saw with the Syracuse, they were down at half at home. It's not that kind of team. So I'm like, you know what? Put us in there. Some shit breaks our way, and maybe something happens, right? Right. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, you know, I did just look, and we lost another Dame uh, this week. So. Um, another Dame is weird. I was listening <laughs> to yesterday. I was like, they're, they'll beat us, Carolina, who's 7-1. They'll beat Q's, and then they'll lose to, like, Marshall. And I think they lost the other week to, like, another, like, not great team. So I'm like, I, I don't know. They're fucking weird. But... Yeah, I mean, we're on the up and ups, right? Like, like nobody gives yeah. shit about Syracuse football. Same thing with UNC, right? Like, no, yeah, exactly. here, like, UNC football. No, like, so I mean, we'll take it. We'll take it. Yeah, exactly. You're right. I'm. Just, it's kind of like you know, kind of like be, being a fan of them is like being a fan of like the Cowboys. We're like, you know, today we beat the Bears. It's cool, awesome. I'm enjoying this week because I know if they make the playoffs. It won't be good, and it'll be bad. It's <laughs> kind of like that. So, like, I'm joining Carolina this Carolina season because even you know, if they go eight and four and they lose, you know, the season championship or a bowl game, it's like we had eight and four is commendable, right? Mm-hmm. Ne- because I know next season or the season after could very easily be like two and ten. Oh yeah, or, we can. Neither right? of these schools are established enough that like in two years from now we couldn't just be an unranked fucking with like a quarterback from fucking. Uh, yeah. Utah, fucking, you know what I mean? Some random yeah. little shithole mm-hmm. in fucking Oklahoma, Missouri, or yeah, some yeah, shit. I mean, twenty seventeen, yeah, twenty seventeen and twenty eighteen UNC seasons. I think they were like a combined like three and like twenty something. Like they were god awful. Like I, I didn't, I didn't give any shits about UNC football. <laughs> and so now it's nice to like have, like you said, you know, like you don't follow them, but. Them being good gives you a chance to follow them, and then hopefully they're consistent. And then you know it's it's nice to have another thing to watch and give a shit about, right? Like, yeah. And then on the other hand, I'm not super invested yet. So if in two years our fucking best player is from South Dakota and we're terrible, 
you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's a... Oh, well, it's that, was a, they, that was a cool time for those two years where we were ranked and good. Like, yeah, it's not like where the Cowboys, you know, they go you know, 4-12, or I guess 4-13, right? You're like, ugh. Yeah. Now you're just like, oh, cool, that was that was a cool little time that I could care about this, and now I just don't care again, and we're fine. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's uh, that's the episode for this week. Yep. Um, if you want to catch me, you can catch me at Bags on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm at EverCastro92 on Instagram. You can email us, uh, or sorry, you can catch the podcast directly at DiffAnimalsPod, Instagram and Twitter, or you can email us, DiffAnimalsPodcast at gmail.com. As usual, stay safe, stay entertained, and we'll catch you guys next week. Or in two Later. weeks. In two oh, yeah. weeks. In two weeks, yeah. <laughs> Gotta get that new schedule going. Peace.